Welcome to Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they've encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Gratia Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. In the year 1742, Charles Wesley wrote the hymn, Arise, My Soul, Arise. This hymn has been an aid to souls since its publication. Christians will never tire of singing songs that remind us of our soul's redemption by the Lamb that was slain. Before the throne my surety stands, my name is written on his hands. Many rich experiences are associated with this notable hymn. William Hiskins of Fexham, Wiltshire, was a serious Christian and highly valued the privilege of Christian fellowship. At 90 years of age, he still regularly attended his church's gatherings for worship. This was no legalism. His heart longed for Christ and heaven, and gathering with the people of God to worship brought him nearest. On March 23, 1840, the day of his death, Mr. Hiskins gathered up his Bible and coat and walked to the evening service. He was especially looking forward to the preaching. The sermon was upon the intercession of Christ. Wherefore, He is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. After the sermon, a hymn was given out. Mr. Hiskins was delighted to find that it was one of his favorites. Arise, my soul, arise. He sang the words, Five bleeding wounds he bears, with great emphasis, and several members later recalled that he seemed to be deeply affected by them. When the service concluded, he asked the pastor to pray for his son-in-law, who was seriously ill. Mr. Hiskins then set out to visit him. The road he walked ran alongside a canal, and as he made his way, To his son-in-law's home, Mr. Hiskins lost his footing and fell into the canal. He was spotted about 30 minutes later, but his life had already departed. Surely, with confidence, he drew near and cried, Father, Abba, Father.
Reverend Matthew Cranswick, a Wesleyan missionary who labored in the West Indies, shared an astounding testimony of this hymn. He wrote, I feel it due to the honor and glory of God to inform you of the utility of one hymn in particular, number 202, commencing, Arise, my soul, arise. I have a record of upward of 200 persons, young and old, who received the most direct evidence of the forgiveness of their sins while singing that hymn at different services and at various periods. The conversion of the greatest number of these persons took place while I was a missionary abroad. We also have a noteworthy account in connection with this hymn in relation to the establishment of a missions work in South America. When Richard Williams and Captain Alan Gardner attempted in December of 1850 to take the gospel to Patagonia, they encountered a series of terrible calamities which resulted in the death of the entire missions team. They had nets but found no fish. They lost their anchor and both their small boats en route. The natives were hostile and seemed only interested in the material goods they could get from the missionaries. And all their ammunition had been forgotten and left on board the ship that brought them. The company consisted of Captain Alan Gardner and Dr. Richard Williams and of John Maidment and Joseph Irwin, a carpenter, together with three Cornish fishermen, Pierce, Badcock, and Bryant. All were devoted Christians, and they hoped to establish a mission station from which to minister to the natives. Then, disease set in. Williams and Badcock were attacked by scurvy. Provisions grew scarce. They changed their camp several times without improving their situation, They had great difficulty in forming friendly relations with the natives. All they could do was wait for the scheduled supply vessel from England, but it was still months away. Both Captain Gardner and Dr. Williams kept diaries, which were afterward found, and from these we learn the short, sad story of their terrible hardships and suffering, and that Maidment and Gardner were probably the last survivors. The final entry is on September 6th and is in Captain Gardner's hand. It says, I neither hunger nor thirst, though five days without food. Marvelous loving kindness to me, a sinner. John Badcock, one of the Cornish fishermen, was the first of the party to die. He and Richard Williams were suffering from the effects of scurvy and lay side by side in the narrow and leaky cabin of the broken-down vessel. Badcock asked his companion to sing, Arise, my soul, arise, with him. They lifted their weak and trembling voices to the Lord together. A few minutes later, Badcock passed away. January 19, 1852, Captain Morshed reached Banner Cove and found the bodies of Captain Gardner and Mr. Maidment in the cabin which had served as their shelter. 
The outcome of this self-sacrifice has been the establishment in 1872 of a permanent mission station in Tierra del Fuego with several mission operations in Patagonia. Professor Kreisleib in his book, Foreign Missions, records that some indigenous people had later declared to a missionary that they now understood why Captain Gardner and the others had taken such risk to come to them, and they deeply regretted their indifference to those first heralds. When Captain Gardner and the missions party first arrived at Banner Cove, they carved the text, Psalm 62, 5-8, into a stone there. It reads, My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in Him at all times. Ye people, pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Oh, how this scripture was indeed fulfilled in their lives. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to Him.